0: Today's episode of Making Podcasts Great Again is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of CLNS Media Network. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog. And we are here, of course, with the president of the United States of Mar-a-Lago, but could be the true United States in 2024, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today?
1: Well, we're doing good. We're doing good tech stuff. I think we, every day that goes forward, we are... A day closer to the end of Sleepy Joe, a day closer to Ron DeSantis falling down a flight of stairs very strongly and peacefully, and a day closer (laughs) to the rightful president of the United States of America, me, being in the White House again. And our economy will turn around. You'll see such strength, such great strength. We are so weak right now. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed how weak we are? We have the weak I I don't think we've ever been weaker.
0: You don't think so? I don't I'm trying to think of during Vietnam, you would consider I mean, now looking back on it, would you could look at us weak during Vietnam?
1: I would look at us as very conflicted. We had a lot of conflict, but we were sort of strong because we had strong right wing people doing assassinations and murder and bombings. But we also, even the left, even the left in the '60s, I didn't like it. Okay, I didn't like. I'm not saying I supported it, but they were tougher back then. They would, you know, they'd bomb your your house, they'd light your car on fire, they'd, you know, spit in some cops' faces and things. They were tough. It was. I didn't like what they were doing, but at least you couldn't deny that there was some toughness. Now we just sort of, we stay home, we trash our country from. Social media platforms that aren't Truth Social. Obviously, if you do it from Truth Social, it's incredibly strong and tough. But and if you truthful. do it on another, than well, that as well, but if you do it from another side, it's obviously very weak.
0: I agree, Mr. President. I see you were in New York City for Memorial Day weekend. Played some golf. How was your stay in New York?
1: I was very good. Uh, we actually brought Roger Stone and his wife because she enjoys Fleet Week. Um so as you can imagine, you know, there's a lot of semen in the city for fleet week. And I remember Mike Pence used to always beg me, sir, can I please come with you for fleet week, sir? And I'd say, Mike, stay here with mother. Stay here with mother and be a good dog. And he would stay, <laughs> but you would see you ever see you ever? Do you have a dog, I dog? do,
0: I do have a dog, yes.
1: You ever see a dog like thinking it's gonna get a treat and then it doesn't get a treat and it just kind of makes a sad face? Mm-hmm that was like mike pence he it was you know he thought he was going to get lots of treats lots of treats in his in his mouth and then i said <laughs> no you can't come to fleet week sorry mikey and but roger stone's wife is is always in town for fleet week so uh we had dinner with the stones and then she had to go uh you ever see that video if i could turn back time with with share
0: uh, I don't recollect that video.
1: I'll Google it when you're, when you're done with the podcast because you'll okay. enjoy the crap. But Cher, sure. basically dressed in all like see-through and leather, it was just dancing and singing on a, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a naval ship for about 2,000 seamen. And I feel like that's what Mike Pence always wanted. And that's what it's like for Roger Stone's wife. About 2,000 seamen. And Roger Stone just sitting in a chair watching and enjoying (laughs) it, like a strong Christian husband.
0: Very strong. Very strong.
1: If I could turn back time. (laughs) You remember the song? I know
0: the song. I know the song. I just, the videos.
1: Don't you think, maybe Cher should sing at my second inauguration, you know, as if, imagine we could turn back time and Sleepy Joe was never president. (laughs)
0: Should she wear the same outfit she wore in the video? Or is she too old for that?
1: Maybe we'll have a lip sync. We'll have somebody like, it would be a good choice. I've Maybe Lauren Bobert dress in the outfit and prance around.
0: Isn't Cher like almost 80 years old and and she's dating some dude who's like 35 or something like that?
1: Well, they broke up, but I, I respect, even though I know she's radical left. And this is the thing. You don't get this from the left. I can admit when people on the left, I've said Hillary Clinton is tough. I don't like her. I think she's nasty. I think she would have been a disaster for our country, but she is tough. Mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi, you know, with her big tits, uh, very tough, very tough. So I'm not, unlike the left, I'm not afraid to give compliments when I see them. And Cher, you know, she's, she's stayed fit. And to be fair, she, the she might be. Seventy-eight or eighty, but her breasts are like twenty-five.
2: I guess
0: that's fair.
1: Her lips are probably like eight. How about <laughs> that? Isn't that that's a sexy thought? <laughs> can't, can't prosecute me if the woman is eighty. Oh, the lips, the lips are in third grade, but the but the the brain is in a nursing home. So no crime. It's called no crime. <laughs>
0: Now, Mr. President, uh during your stay in New York, um, any highlights besides golf and dinner with the stones? Any meetings, any uh political business?
1: Uh, we met we met with some donors. We met with some high profile donors who know that I'm the best chance of taking our country back. Uh we also uh I had uh, lunch with Ivanka. I actually took Ivanka and I know you wanted to talk about this later, but we can talk about it now. I took Ivanka to see The Little Mermaid. That was her favorite mm-hmm. movie when she was a child. That was it's a true story. It was her favorite movie. And I remember for her 12th birthday, uh, we had a theme party and she dressed as The Little Mermaid. Though oh, that's when I first said, you know, she put all the seashells over, you know. <laughs> to be honest, they were very small at the time. I can be honest, they weren't so great when she was 12. And that was when I sort of said to her, you know, what, daddy's going to get you a present in a couple of years, a big, beautiful present. And, uh, it was wonderful. So so we went to see the little mermaid together and boy, oh boy. I don't know if you want to talk about that now or later, but that was, uh,
0: I'd like to hear your thoughts on it later, but I do, you said about the donors. I did read an article that you lost like five of your biggest donors from, um, the last election. Is that true?
1: No, what they no—that was Roger Stone's wife lost five of her biggest sperm donors because they're no longer <laughs> in the Navy. They're oh, now yeah. in, civilians, so they weren't here for Fleet Week. That's actually what the story was. Uh, but for me, now we you lose. Some hey, look, look, it's called politics, okay? Sometimes you lose a donor and then you pick up a donor. You know, it's okay. Some people like Tim Scott. You see this guy, mm-hmm. Tim Scott, he's a black, it's perfectly okay. Some people like him, he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Some people like Mickey Haley. Okay. So maybe they, that's their preference. And that's what we have. It's called a primary tech stuff. And we have a primary and people can choose what they want to do. But here's the thing. I have so many, don- I have more donors than I know what to do with. I was actually thinking of getting rid of some donors because I don't have room for all the donors. But once it comes down to me and Sleepy Joe, they'll come to Trump and they'll say, sir, obviously, you're our best hope against the Sleepy Joe destruction of America. Please take our money and I'll take it.
0: Is it true? I read an article that you would rather have more Republican candidates running to, I guess, uh, dilute the pool or um, is that your plan? The more, the merrier.
2: I think that's a good.
1: I think you know. And I yes, that's the plan. That's the plan. So the more that get in, they all get in. They don't realize I have thirty percent. I have a stranglehold. on thirty percent. Maybe even forty percent. Some people say it's as high as fifty percent. Now, if it's one on one, you know it's not going to be around the suckass who does anything. But if you have somebody like a Tim Scott who shows people up, people can flip flop. Yeah, I'm a big friendly. I'm a big friendly Christian Black. Please run for me. Maybe a few people would. But when you have more of these candidates, they're each going to get, you know, 6%, 8%. And then you're going to see
2: Trump, 52%. And it's over.
0: I get it. Now, speaking of uh, one of these candidates, uh, Ron DeSantis, he recently uh, went public that he is running... He went on a big attack on you in Iowa. He was trying to really make a tidal wave going. Very big
1: attack. But it it kind of uh,
0: blew up in his face. It really did nothing. And then he did say this, and I want to know your opinion. He said that if he was elected, he will destroy leftism. Now, I think you attempted to maybe destroy leftism last time, but.
1: That's oh no, it. he'll yeah, he'll oh yeah, he'll he'll destroy leftism. Absolutely. He'll 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 take every left-handed person and destroy them. That's that's what that's about as good as he can do. This is a joke. This is a disgrace. It's a disgrace. This this guy run he had a nice run. He was a dumpy nobody. He got to be governor of a great state. And this is sort of You ever meet somebody who's always ungrateful who doesn't know when they have a good thing? You know, they just... Yes. This is Ron DeSantis. He was a fat little turd who was going to lose the governorship of Florida. He became governor of Florida. For a lot of people, that would be the honor of a lifetime and the greatest thing and something to really be proud of. But he gets too ambitious. He doesn't realize, oh, wait, Oh, oh, I'm actually a short, dumpy guy who is going to lose without Trump. No, instead he gets the power and he thinks, oh, I did this. He thinks he did this, and he didn't. And I think he is grand delusional, is what we should call him, because he thinks he's presidential material, but he's really
2: fat person material. I mean, have you ever seen somebody so
1: uncharismatic? Oh, uh, is I'm going to destroy leftism. okay, congratulations. Good. That's what the, yes, that's what the Trump supporters want. They want somebody who's gonna you're gonna get into a fight with an ideology. That's what they call it. What's he gonna do? Pick up a a textbook and punch it? Say I
2: defeated leftism. What do you think of his
0: wife? His wife is starting to speak out a little bit.
1: Well, I will say this. As you know, the thing I respect most about women is strong looks. And let me look her up. I'm looking her up. Truth, social, nudes. You can't
0: say she's ugly.
1: I don't think she... I didn't say she's ugly. Okay. I'm looking up Brenda Santa's wife. Casey already. I don't like the. I don't like the name. If I'm being honest, I don't. And you know I'm what her fr- she, you know what her maiden name was. What? Black.
0: <laughs> like how you said it.
2: You know she looks. She's okay looking. You know what she looks like. She looks like. She looks like Anne
1: Hathaway if she was just sort of like, I call her meh Hathaway. How about that? Instead of Anne Hathaway, we call her eh Hathaway, like (laughs) E-H, eh, eh Hathaway. But she sort of looks like an Anne Hathaway type Uh, who wanted to date me, by the way. Anne Hathaway, I don't know if you've ever seen... Brokeback Mountain. Mike Pence, your stories. You should have seen it. Mike Pence would watch Brokeback Mountain once a week, just just to condemn the movie. He would just say, "This is such an unholy movie, sir." And Anne Hathaway rips open her shirt in that movie, and I said, "Well, excuse me." I remember, there's a Shaq meme going around where he said, uh, "I apologize. I did not know your. G- I was not familiar with your game." Mm -hmm. This is like a meme that went around after the dunk contest. Remember when the little white guy won the dunk contest? It was like one of the greatest sports moments in MAGA history. (laughs) Well, when he won the dunk contest, Shaq said, I'm going to do my Shaq impression.
2: I apologize. I was not familiar with your game.
1: And that's how I thought when I looked at Anne Hathaway Rip up in her shirt in Brookback Mountain, I said, I apologize. I was not familiar with your game. So, but this is eh, Hathaway. That's what I would call <laughs> Ron the his wife. But she's obviously of a much higher caliber than he's worthy of.
0: I think she's cute. I think she's cute. He did very well for himself.
1: He did. He did. I mean, you know what? But I respect her, her attitude because obviously she said this short, dumpy guy is probably going to kiss ass to a great president one day. And I want to be close because I can ride that to the top. Um, How about this? Let me ask you yes. a question, Tech Sure. How about this for a campaign strategy? What if I fuck Ron DeSantis' <laughs> wife?
0: Didn't you bring this up one time before?
1: <laughs> I may have. Maybe with another wife. I think, well, it's it's a common strategy. We have it as like sort of a tier one strategy. If I fuck <laughs> Ron DeSantis' wife and videotape it, put it on Truth Social for premium pricing so we profit from it also, and can you imagine him trying to debate me after that?
2: It would be impossible. It would be impossible. Are you going to try? If you're ever oh, in honestly,
0: the same room with her?
1: Honestly, I don't think I have to try too hard. I mean, but look at how, it, tall and, look how tall and handsome I am, and look at how short and dumpy he is.
0: I know, but wouldn't it blow up in your face? Because then you would be cheating oh, on would, your no, wife. and.
1: I would blow up in her face, and that's how we finish the campaign ad. <laughs> and it's and then we say, Donald Trump, I will finish the job. <laughs> I approve this message..
2: That was president.
0: Before we get to our next story I want to ask you about something you uh truth social on memorial day but before we get to that I want to talk about one of our awesome sponsors and that is FanDuel make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs it is the NBA championship we're going to talk about that in a minute because right now new customers can get a no sweat first bet up to $1000 that's right that's $1000 back in bonus bets Um, If your first bet doesn't win, so put some money on the NBA championship because FanDuel has the best promotions every day. It's a safe and secure app. You get paid instantly, and there's no better place to bet on all the playoff action than America's number one sports book, and that is FanDuel. I place all my bets there. The president does. Um, We're going to talk about this in a minute, but who are you uh, going for, Mr. President? Is it the Heat or the Nuggets?
1: Just well, going give me your the pick. Nuggets. They have uh, Nickelback Jokic.
0: <laughs> so even though you are a Floridian, you are going against your hometown and going with the Nuggets. How many games? Yes. How many games? Um, how many games? I'm
2: going to say Nuggets
1: and five.
0: Nuggets in five. You heard it here. Place your wager now on FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash Boston. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 and over in select states first online real money wager only $10 first deposit required refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days restrictions apply see full terms at fanduel.com/sportsbook fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com/rg um Colorado, Iowa, Minnesota, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Virginia, 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT-STEP to 253342 in Arizona 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org/chat in Connecticut 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas 1-877- 7 STOP in Louisiana gambling help line ma.org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 27 support 24 7 support in Massachusetts visit www.md in Maryland 1-877-8 hope and y or text hope and y 4 in New York 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit www gamblernet in West Virginia. And now back to the show. So Mr. President, I wanted to ask you about a, a true social post you made and I'm going to read it to you and I like you just to explain it to me. It's it's on Memorial Day you made this post. This 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 truth. Happy Memorial Day to all but especially to those who gave the ultimate sacrifice for the country they love and to those in line of a very different but equally dangerous fire. Stopping the threats of the terrorists, misfits, and lunatic thugs who are working feverishly from within to overturn and destroy our once great country, which has never been in greater parallel than it is right now. We must stop the communists, Marxists, and fascists Pigs in quotes at every turn and make America great again. Nice truth.
1: Probably the strongest truth. <laughs> if I were to rank my truths, I would say that's the truthiest.
0: The truthiest truth.
2: Baby
1: truth. <laughs> Maybe true. <laughs> please tell me please tell me you saw the Goonies.
0: I saw the Goonies.
1: Did you get the reference I just made? Chunk.
0: I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yes. That's 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 very easy. If if I didn't get that, I should be deported to another country. Um
1: <laughs> well we still might, we still might.
0: <laughs> so it's
1: no, tr- a, th- a very this strong truth. truth. Yes. It's a very strong truth, and it's because we respect all the, our memorials and our memorials, the people who died. Mm-hmm. We respect them. Incredible sacrifice. But I bet you, if you could talk to them right now, they'd say the only thing worse than dying in battle would be what Mr. Trump, sir, is having to endure. Because the only thing worse than death is being treated so unfairly. A radical left who wants to steal the country and destroy a president, and that's what they're trying to. They want not destroy me. They're not going to destroy it, not even close. But that's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. It's called
2: do. Now,
0: I just have to ask it because it was written in the article. Um, do you ever grammar check or um, anything when you uh, before you truth?
1: For the hard eye.
0: Yeah, grammar with a hard R.
1: Oh, okay. Apparently, somebody thinks they're not PC anymore. Interesting. I would say grammar is sort of a gateway drug to books, and books are a gateway to radical left ideology. So, no, I don't do grammar check. I write checks, I cash checks, but I don't do grammar check. I've even done checks. Nope. When there was Czechoslovakia, I used to do Czech women.
0: But if yours is grammatically incorrect, do you think people Nobody might... Nobody
1: says grammar. Nobody ever asks grammar. Do you think maybe you should change your rules if they're stupid?
0: Okay, I won't say grammar. Do you think if you don't write the English language correctly do you think people might judge you and think you are
2: not the smartest?
1: What I write, I write very clearly and with great strong words. It's completely proper. It's completely, a lot of commas, by the way. You didn't know that you didn't mention that. That's a lot of commas. It's called strong grammar. And no, I think anybody who reads that truth will say, wow, I didn't know we had such a smart and strong president. So, I don't know what you're trying to suggest, unless you're becoming sort of a radical left woke person yourself.
0: All right. I do like the commas. Very strong commas.
1: What about the Kama Sutra?
0: (laughs) Have you ever read the Kama Sutra?
1: Uh... I looked at the pictures.
2: Just the pictures?
1: That's all you need. You need the pictures. Gotcha. And you, know, you just look at the woman and they say, do that.
0: Mr. President, we, we have two more stories left. But before that, um, in, in sports news, there are two finals going on right now about to start in the NHL and the NBA um we've talked a little bit about the NBA, but also like to dive into the Divington show. The NBA matchup is uh the Miami Heat versus Denver and Nuggets. I know you've talked about Jokic on this show and how much you love him and how he uh reminds you of Melania's son. And what's do you think what's is going this, to win? The, yes.
1: This is a test to see because we had a different tech stuff last week, but to see if you if you pay attention. Do you remember Nickelback Djokovic's nickname? No. Well, that's probably because you don't respect it. It's called law enforcement. (laughs)
0: law enforcement.
1: (laughs) Because he's beating the blacks.
0: It's it's, it's a great nickname. I'm surprised they haven't used it on TV yet.
1: Oh, you know, in the 80s, they would have done that. There probably would have been a poster with Joe Nacobac Genovic in a, like, Cop uniform with a nightstick, <laughs> with like several black players bleeding on the ground, with him like standing on one of them, and uh, you know it would have been. But now we're too woke. We're too woke. You can't have that. You can't have a big white guy with a military haircut beating blacks to death in a strong, positive basketball poster. No, we're too PC. <laughs>
0: So I'm guessing you're taking the Nuggets in this series. Do you think the Heat have any shot? I mean, don't you think it's the Heat season coming in as an eighth seed, a playing game, and does he think a destiny to win the NBA championship and and make a record of the first uh, eighth seed to do this?
1: it would be very interesting. They're well coached, and they have a great player named Duncan Robinson, very tall white. <laughs> A very good player, but I think when it comes down to white power uh Nicobach is just has more white power
0: What you taken How do you feel about I'm not we never really talked about hockey, but the Las Vegas Knights versus the Florida Panthers. Las Vegas Vegas is a new team. I think in the last five years, they've been an expansion team and have made it, I think this is the second time into NHL finals, I think.
1: Well, they're called the Golden Knights, which sort of reminds me of me. I'm sort of a Golden Knight, if you think about it. But I'm going to root for, as you know, I'm I'm from Florida. I have great properties in Florida. I won Florida. I'm, of course, rooting for the Florida team. (laughs) Go Florida Panthers.
0: You know Miami's in Florida, too, though, right?
1: Oh, it's it's sort of a more woke. We'll be PC a little bit. It's a woke area of Florida, if you know what I mean. Okay. Now, if they had a lot of strong Cubans on the team, if Scarface were on the Miami Heat, then I might be inclined to go for the Heat. But there's a little too much wokeness, a little too much Black Lives Matter on the Heat. Whereas the Florida Panthers are just very strong. The only thing that's black about the Panthers is the mascot.
0: (laughs) Mr. President, a couple more stories left. I appreciate your information on um, these championship series. And um, go to FanDuel, make your bets, follow the president. He is never wrong. Um, But also I want to talk about our other sponsor, and that is Rocket Money are you wasting time on subscriptions 80 percent of people have subscriptions they forgot about maybe for you it's an unused amazon prime account or a hulu account that never gets streamed there's this great app i use it it helps me track all my expenses and because of it i no longer waste money on subscriptions I don't even use. You might have heard of it. It's called Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to more than $200 a month. That's right. You could be wasting hundreds of dollars each month on subscriptions you don't even know about. There is this app. I love using it. It takes care of that for me, and it's called Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. The app shows all your subscriptions in one place and then cancels for you whatever you don't still want. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you don't even know you were paying for. You may even find out you've been double charged for a subscription. To cancel a subscription, all you have to do is just press cancel. Rocket Money takes care of the rest. It is so convenient because... Before I had rocket money and I had to cancel something, I would have to call and then the phone number you're Googling it and trying to get 16 different numbers and you have to fill out a form on their website and they never get back to you. And then you email and then you call and then you email and then you have to call your credit card company and um, complain about the charge. It's just a pain with rocket money. All you have to do, press cancel. They do everything for you. No one to call. No one to email no one to track down check out rocket money now get rid of use of subscriptions with rocket money now go to rocketmoney.com mpga seriously it could save you hundreds per year it saved me a couple hundred bucks before the holidays that's rocketmoney.com mpga cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now at rocketmoney.com mpga Also for our Perfect 10 Patreon Patriots, we had a few Perfect 10s roll in over the last week. Um, We have our live episode tomorrow night. That is Wednesday, Wednesday, the 31st at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. That's right. Go to Patreon.com slash MPGA. And our live episode is tomorrow, Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. Now back to the show.
1: Hey, Jay, it's JL. The president's taking a shit. Can I say something really quick?
0: Yes, go for it.
1: Okay, before he gets out of the shitter. Hey, I want to thank the dozen or so people that engaged with our Facebook and Twitter page last week, even though we have thousands of listeners and simply asked for some likes and shares and comments to increase the algorithm. It was good to see that we got under 2% engagement from our fan base. Um, Hey, this is another ask. When we post clips on Wednesday and Thursday and even our gambling ad on Friday, any likes or retweets on Twitter will help resurrect the Making Podcasts Great Again account, which is basically dead because of lack of engagement even though we consistently post to it. And then the Facebook page is sort of the same thing. So if we can artificially boost that, and I do think there were a couple of people I don't see engage with it that often, which means they probably went based on our ask and liked a few posts. It'd be nice to see a few hundred, if not a thousand people. I know it sounds ridiculous, but just if you're hearing this and you follow us on Twitter or Facebook or, or do it on both, like a post Wednesday or Thursday, share it if you're comfortable with it. If you're, I mean, I get some people don't want to share kind of vulgar stuff. I get that. But if you're comfortable sharing it or make a comment. So there's three ways to engage. Obviously, this costs you nothing. You're already a fan of the show. It will simply help our accounts on Twitter and Facebook get more engagement. That's it. That's that's the only reason. So if you could do that this week We're or trying else, to hire us, or I'll be forced to quit the show and then you'll have no show. So don't, don't push me. Come on guys. Oh, Trump just flushed the toilet. He's out. Bye guys. Thanks for listening.
2: Mr.
0: President, are you feeling okay?
1: Uh, Yes. Why why would you ask?
0: Okay. Just making sure.
1: Oh, they do. You know, Memorial day, you have a lot of barbecue. You ever do do do. barbecue? Yes.
0: I grilled this whole weekend. Yep.
1: Oh, very okay, look at you. I think you're a tough guy with your grill.
0: Well, I
1: I had a couple of hot dogs and a couple of hamburgers and some ice cream cones and 42 Diet Cokes. And, uh, uh, you know, so it was uh, healthy, strong American food.
0: Mr. President, there's two more stories I want to talk to you about. One is that you have, when when you are reelected, you will end birthright citizenship in this country. That's what you said. You are going to end it. Um, How are you going to do that? And why would you do that when people have gotten many opportunities in this country through birthright citizenship?
1: Like, Steph, if I visited your home
2: and took a shit inside your front door
1: (coughs) and then said... This is now my home. My shit is officially a member of the Tech Stuff family. And I actually am entitled to protect my shit and be a member of the Tech Stuff family as well. And please make room for me in the living room. Thank you. Uh, I think that it's a disgrace that we have this so-called birthright citizenship just because somebody comes to this country and is born in this country. What the hell is that? They said it shouldn't make you an automatic citizen. You should have to earn your citizenship. If you come here with illegal parents and they pop you out, it's a scam. It's a scam. They're trying to, it's called, it's a scam. It's called a scam. (laughs) They're trying to sort of, oh, technically, but it's called the spirit. It's called the spirit of the law. And do you think our great founding fathers wanted some Mexican running across the border and going, see, si, see, si, and popping out a kid and then going, he's American, we have to stay with him. No, they would say that's a scam. I mean, they like they had slaves. Do you think they would have liked birthrights? No, they didn't, they wouldn't have liked this. And I'm very pro-life. You know this. Probably the most pro-life president we've ever had. But my Definitely. plan to end birthright citizenship. It's very simple. If you come here. And you fart out a kid, and you're not legal. You have two options, two very nice pro-life options. You take you kindly pack up your child and walk over across the border and stay the hell out. Or we do strong, peaceful protests on your baby. <laughs>
0: uh those are those are definitely two options for sure.
1: And I would encourage uh, all the illegals to take the, pro, the, the most pro-life option. Both are pro-life. <laughs> one is pro-life for everybody. One is pro-life
2: for Americans.
0: Do you think um, that's going to be uh, a favorable decision with the people of America?
1: Oh, I know that I've already had on Truth Social, I've already had 2 million of my strong supporters volunteer to throw babies across the border.
0: Over a wall or over water or just just over the border, just that invisible line, just throw them onto the dirt?
1: Dealer's choice. We call that dealer's choice. You want (laughs) to throw it into the wall. You want to throw it over a wall. You want to throw it in the Rio Grande. You want to, you know... You want to just dress it up and take funny photos for truth, social photos, anything you want to do everybody, everybody gets a illegal baby to do with what they want. And that's we have to be tough. you know we we tried family separation. Now we're going to try family ending
0: that, that, that's one way to look at it. Um I don't know if that will be. Highly supported by the people, but we will find out.
1: The radical left is already gonna say, oh, murdering babies is actually unconstitutional. And maybe we need to change the constitution then. (laughs) Where in rare cases, 30th Amendment or whatever the hell amendment we're up to, 29. I just skip. We'll just call it amendment 69. And we'll say it is now birthright citizenship is ended. And We are pro-life, except if you try to do
2: Anchor Baby.
0: (laughs) Mr. President, you mentioned earlier that you you took Ivanka to see Little Mermaid. I'd like to hear um, what you think of it compared to the original cartoon. And do you think that you just scrapped this one? Um, What are your thoughts?
1: Well... The cartoon was Ivanka's favorite movie for a very long time. So this was a very sacred, very special, very precious movie to us. And she wanted to see the new one. I said, well, it feels kind of woke, Ivanka. But if you want to see it, obviously, you know, we'll go see it. We'll do our old trick where I get the large popcorn and cut a hole in the bottom of the bag. And we have good father-daughter fun time at the movie. And I get emotional thinking about that. But it's... Very important that we recognize that this is a movie of wokeness. This is not The Little Mermaid. This is The Woke Mermaid. I don't mind that she's a black. You know, I think it's interesting. Every black that I've ever met is like, don't get my hair wet. Meanwhile, she lives in the water. It makes no sense. <laughs> but okay, it's, it's a kid's movie. It's okay. They want to they wanna do that. I think it's good to encourage. Everybody should go in the pool. Yeah, even know, Fred <laughs> Trump when he was a kid, he used to drain pools when blacks would try to swim in them to protect their hair. He would do it to protect, you know, everybody said it was racist, but he actually said, I'm protecting the black woman's hair. That's why I'm draining the pools so none of the blacks can go in. It was actually very nice and supportive. But she has all these sisters in the movie and she has an Asian sister and an African sister and a Latina sister and a white sister. And I thought, this doesn't make sense. Who the hell are the the hell are Where are the moms? Who are these Nick Cannon whores having all these kids with the king? And so that's when I knew they were trying to do diversity, inclusion, and equity. They were like, every sister of Ariella is going to be uh, a different race. And... The king. That means the king is just running around to different countries without using condoms, and impregnating all different races. And the left thinks that's good. The left thinks that's a good family. Oh, you have thirty-eight sisters from thirty-eight different moms. What a great, what a great family that is. Wonderful. <laughs> and I thought I actually didn't think the movie was so bad because they focused on the white prince a lot. Yeah, That's so so you concentrated, white. but okay. then they gave him. They said he was adopted, and you know who adopted him, the Black Queen. So I guess you know the White Prince was uh, washed up on a Wakanda, and they adopted him, and they said White Prince forever. <laughs> and then he met Ariola, and he got indoctrinated. Probably his Black stepmom was like, "Oh, you have to, you have to go for a Black woman," and he probably said, "But." but I'm white. I'm a white prince. Can I be with a white lady? And they said no, because they're the real racists. They're the real racists. And so he ends up with a black mermaid. Not even a black woman, which would have been controversial, but okay. He ends up with a black mermaid.
2: Is that and worse, than, you, a, is that worse right? than a black woman? Well,
1: how do, you, how do you fuck a mermaid? You put it in the gills?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I've well, never I, been with a mermaid.
1: Well, it's very interesting, I'll tell you. But I think that uh, no, it was a very welcome movie. I wish they had focused a little more on the White Prince, but at least they did some focusing on the White Prince, who's the real hero of the movie. And I would give it uh, if we were doing a Rotten Oranges, as we do for the strong Patreon people, I mm-hmm. would say this would get this movie would get an Eric. Oh, wow. Which is the second lowest on the system. It's above a Tiffany, but it's not even a Don jr.
2: Wow.
0: So don't go see the little mermaid, the new one. We call
1: it, we call it the woke mermaid,
0: the woke mermaid. Um, Mr. President, uh, Appreciate you spending another day with us. And um, I can't wait for the live episode tomorrow. And I'm sure lots of listeners have questions for you about uh, birthright. I think this episode's going to get us.
1: I think the the woke YouTube people are going to kick us off of YouTube after some of the things I said on this episode.
0: Oh, I hope not. We did get flagged once. I hope that doesn't happen again. Um, All I
1: know is when you talk about patriotically kicking babies over the border <laughs> and, and fucking mermaids. I, that's just truth. That's just good. Truthful American truthiness trip truth social.
0: Well, I will see you tomorrow night, Mr. President. And uh, we appreciate you spending a week every week with us and um, to our listeners um check out the patreon patreon.com mpga we have our live episode tomorrow night that is wednesday 8 30 p.m eastern time it is not too late to join the patreon and become a perfect 10 uh and join us tomorrow night to ask the president some questions on the live episode um also you can follow me on social media at jnog and uh some dates for the summer I'm going to be at Governor's Comedy Club in Levittown on Friday, June 16th um, in the Giggle Room. And then I will be at City Steam in Hartford, Connecticut on July 7th and 8th. One show each night um, and more dates coming soon. Um, Mr. President, the floor is yours.
1: Thank you very much. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you're still listening um give the show 5 stars on Apple Podcasts i'm serious about um doing whatever you can to like and comment and share this week either Wednesday or Thursday's posts or both we just want to kind of try to bring the Twitter and Facebook engagement back up and right now that means you have to go to those pages cuz the shit doesn't show up in your feed from those pages because it's sort of been suppressed um as far as me uh what do I have? Well, Sean show in Montclair is sold out. I'll be in Chicago July 2nd. Go to my website for information on that. And uh, my first special will be out Friday on my Patreon page. Um, it's technically my second special because my first special is, um, you know, just uh, in Guantanamo Bay at this point. So who knows Crazy. when we'll see that thing alive? But Tall Boy, my second special, um, will have been uh, recorded, edited, and released in under sixty-five days by two friends who've done the audio and video for many of my sketches. While the professionals, the the elite pros uh, in this great business we call stand-up comedy, have taken six hundred days and counting to not release my finest work, my greatest work of my annoying career, which hits 20 years on Friday. So I'll be writing a blog also on my website, the 20 best moments of my 20 year comedy career. So that'll be a fun thing to look at also. But (laughs) Half Blackface remains um, in purgatory thanks to the great industry people that permeate standup comedy, but Tallboy, on my Patreon starting Friday, um, if you want. Obviously, it will be widely released at some point, but um, if you want, first dibs, first access to it, uh, Friday on my other Patreon. So we appreciate you. We thank you for still listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We're glad you're still enjoying it. Check out the Patreon. It's not too late to get now literally years and years of some of our best work is just behind that paywall for a few bucks. Um so hopefully you're all well and that's it god help us all
0: today's episode of making podcasts great again is brought to you by FanDuel the exclusive wagering partner of CLNS Media Network